Hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Welcome to a journey of transformation empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite change and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix. A Master Plan for Black Group Economics with Wealth Creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity This isn't just a book, it's a movement, a call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear, drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of the Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Well, folks, Antonio T. Smith Jr. is doing it again. He's done it again. 
Yes, he has. Giving away so much knowledge just to help you succeed. Walk out of the middle class. Become a multimillionaire. He is giving away his book just for you. The name of that book? The Richest Man in the Trash Can. You want to make sure you get this book. Here's why. If you are someone who is tired, frustrated, irritated of the day-to-day schedule of waking up, going to work, going back home, going to sleep just to do it all over again, not being able to spend time with your family, you just got married, you just had kids, or you take care of your parents and you're not there to do it, this is the book for you. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? This book is free 99. Yes, you heard me. Free 99. Okay? <laughs> All you for free. Yes. Free 99. All you have to do is just pay shipping and handling. That's it. $9.95 just to get your free book. This book is a life changer. I'm trying to tell you guys everything in this book is what Antonio taught myself in grace that enabled us to retire. Yes, we are retired and we haven't even hit our 40s yet. Woo! I'm just saying. I got a few months to go. Don't worry about it. Shh. Don't nobody need to know that, girl. (laughs) You don't look it. That's it. Go get it. Go get it and walk yourself out of the middle class into the life you deserve. Walk yourself into abundance. Abundance is freedom, and this book is your journey out. You can plant better. You can dominate. Fun fact about Antonio T. Smith Jr., So nobody knows this because Antonio always wears his shirt, but Antonio has a full back tattoo and a shoulder tattoo. One day we were all in the office and we were talking about tattoos and he was like, yeah, I have one. And we're like, no, no, you don't. And he showed us a full back tattoo. So fun fact about Antonio T. Smith Jr. He has a full back tattoo. Welcome to the Secret to Success Podcast. My entire goal with this podcast is to give you value. That is it. I am not interested in you buying from me. If you want to, you can, but that is not the goal here. If you, I do want you to go to the show notes for people that I interview because I do want you to buy from them or at least follow them. But I'm telling you, I am on a mission to create 100,000 millionaires. This podcast is part of that. Do yourself a favor and get everything that you deserve, period, point blank. I want you to get that in this podcast, whether it be keynotes for me or interviews, millionaires, billionaires, it doesn't matter because we can't teach you anything you don't already know. You just forgot because the world made you forget. I love you. You got this. You're going to get this. This is your moment. This is you. Take notes. Listen to me on your commute. I don't care what you do, but this is yours. I do this for you. Like, if you're on a different platform, share it. Subscribe to it. Share this, because there's not many people out here doing this here. Got this. You can't plan better. You can dominate. All right, improvise. Using the phone. Uh, ain't no problem. <laughs> there you right, go. There you go. Like, let's go like this. <laughs> nah, ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Ladies and gentlemen, Secret to Success podcast got my main man Chris here. He is new to the Secret to Success podcast, but not new to my network. He is one of my star 
students. And by student, I mean business mogul. He is amazing. He is fantastic. He is a friend. He has come to my office multiple times. And Six Figures got him messed up because he's on his way to seven as fast as possible. He's 28 years old. He's a budding CEO from a small town and makes big town money. Chris, why don't you tell us about yourself, man? I appreciate for the introduction much more. Uh, just like how you uh, brought me in, 28 years old, uh, full of energy and liking to like push the doors past the limits and much more. Uh, speaker, podcast host like yourself as well of Next Level Thinking and uh, owner of a media production company that serves not only the community, but also promotes you and help you with your dreams as well because we'd like to see you take it too the next level <laughs> all right then so it sounds like you've said something like that before once or twice it yeah yeah my mouth real good <laughs> yeah you got a little sales training on you too i heard that all right then so let's sell let's sell your podcast tell my listeners about your podcast all right so my podcast of course is called next level thinking with the exclamation mark because we know from full of energy uh it's on apple Podcasts, uh, uh spotify and much more and it's all about bringing people and telling their story so it's the stories that i tell is people from coaches teachers millionaires like yourself as well and the main thing is make it relatable to the audience because you may not grab something from my story but i guarantee you for one of my guests you can create some great amount of information and value to help you get some a lot of inspiration but also take action so you can start living your dream into reality Man, look at you, boy. You out here wrenching it around and wrenching it off like D.L. Hugely would say. Man, that's good stuff. What we'll do is if you remind me or remind Deanna, we're going to put the link. So send me after this episode, send me the links to your podcast. We'll put them in the show notes over here, man. All oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah. Abundance is meant to be shared, man. Abundance is meant to be shared for sure. So we'll definitely do that for you. Now, Let's get down to it, man. This is what I want you to do, because you, I know who you are. You're fantastic, but I want you to add as much value to my audience as possible. Now, the good thing is this is Secret to Success podcast, and we can talk about anything, because the secret of success is going to come out. I'm going to pull it out, but I want you to give away more information than you've ever given away before. So I want some secrets. You know what I'm saying? I want some secrets. I want them to say, yo, that young man taught me something. You understand what I'm I'll saying? Drop the mic. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it right there. So I'm going to start us off and I'm going to let you take us anywhere. But let's get some tips from your brand because you're a professional photographer and a perfect, you own a professional media company, but you do all things media, audio and visuals. Is this correct? Yes. All right. So I'm going to give us a few tips. Excuse me, I'm going to give us a few scenarios and I want you to help us. I am 55 years old. And I know I need to put content out on the internet. What yeah. first things would you suggest for me? First thing that I would suggest is start. Now, I know a lot of people are going to be like, that sounds simple, but a lot of people don't start. And you get yourself in the door when you start executing on your things. And that means either writing in a writing format or posting a picture or video. The main thing is to start posting content so that you can be the expert and provide value to your audience and start building those relationships. Because if you never start, you're never going to build the connection to begin with. 
All right, Dan. So that's fantastic. I'm scared to start. How do I start? I hear you, young man. I'm with you. I'm a sponge. I've got no no baby boomer millennial ego, none of that stuff. Just I got you. What should I do next? All I have is my cell phone. I don't own all the equipment you own. What should I do? Well, the first I'm gonna hit hit this in an even better way. And this mm -hmm. uh, my first question is what's preventing you from starting? And the right. reason why I say that is are you allowing your peers or someone close to you? to uh, insert fear into your mind of, oh, I need something very expensive to start. Because if you really think about it throughout history and time, uh, someone has to start from somewhere. So like even myself, I started with a camera straight out of Walmart, 40 or 50 bucks and just went, caught up a good friend. Like you wanna be a model? Sure, just start from there. Even with business, the main thing is to start, start building communications and things like that. With a video, you can use your phone. A lot of these phones have 4K high definition, and there's a lot of free apps you can use as well. So the only limitation is actually yourself. So stop allowing other people to add on to the obstacles and start becoming the best version of yourself and living into your destiny. Fantastic. Okay, then I hear you loud and clear. I've got a cell phone and I have noise cancellation headphones to go on that cell phone. What do yep. I do? What, is you, what do you suggest I do? Like, uh, like, how do I get my content out there? How, how should I start with my content? Should I do live videos? Should I start on Facebook, LinkedIn? And I'll even give you my audience. I want to reach other baby boomers. Which social network should I go to for them? So I would say a combination of Facebook and Instagram. Facebook, of course, because it's like one of the oldest platforms, but majority of global wise, everybody's on there. So you're gonna reach a little bit of all different audiences. Now Instagram, you would definitely have a lot more of a younger uh, audience and things like that. Uh, but you'd be surprised. Um, you see more professionals going as well like that and much more. Or I even add another thing that's becoming even more trendy, LinkedIn. Cause LinkedIn is now becoming like the Facebook. So I want us to say Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn build those connections, start posting that content, and don't worry about making it perfect. The main thing is just putting it out there and use the feedback to make your content even better. Your oh, audience is your best, um, your best fuel to get you to the level where you need to be. That's good, use your feedback to make your stuff perfect. Because, you know, I gotta admit to you, 57 years old, and I've been taught my whole life, you know, it's gotta look good, you know, where you clean draws and <laughs> shine the car up nice. Don't let them see you. But I'm noticing that that's not really the way YouTube works. There's a lot of low quality videos on YouTube and Instagram and all sorts of places like that. But they have high quality content. They just low cost in production. Can you help me? Can you give me a word of advice? Because I'm stuck here. I, I know I should do it. I just need you to say something to me that makes, lets me be okay with just using a phone and it's vibrating everywhere and I just got headphones in my ear. Can you make me okay with that? Oh, okay. I'm gonna go ahead and give credit to this person real quick and I'm gonna set you off. And the words Les Brown, and I'm paraphrasing. No matter who you are and where you come from, everybody loves a story and you have a story. And you know, if you can make something where people can actually follow that story, people will become your biggest fan. So you have a story within yourself that needs to be told. You have information, 
you have uh, experienced much more that other people need. And the only way that they can get that information or even better relate to you is by telling your story. Because just like anything that's great when you can follow from, like even a superhero movie, you know, they all have their flaws and they tell their story much more, but their flaws make it that much relatable and makes you feel just like you are in their situation. And when they rise above adversities, they become a champion. You feel like you can do the exact same thing. Mm. Good stuff. Okay, good. All right. Just a few more questions. I'm 57 years old. There's a few more questions. I, I got you. I hear you. <laughs> what should I, what content should I, should it be pictures? Should it be posts? Should it be videos? Could you lead me somewhere in content? Honestly, I'm going to say, especially if you're uh, first starting out, try all of them. Because in order to know what's going to fit your niche, you need to try it first. So try out with the written format. Try out with the photos. I try out with the video. And then, um, from the consumer's feedback and much more, you can make yourself better, but you also find what your strength is as well. But again, that all starts with you actually starting putting it out because hey, you miss every shot that you don't take. So take your shot. Good. Okay, young man, you got some scruples on you. You got some scruples <laughs> on you. I like it. I like it. Give me one, one more thing. One more thing. Lighting. I'm always worried about the lighting in my video. Actually, I'm not worried about it because my videos has always come out terrible. <laughs> you know, it's already low quality. Can you give me some tips on some angles or does that matter? Should I, you know, buy an extra lamp or something? Can you help me out from a photographer perspective? Any tips that I can use that don't cost me too much money to make my video, to at least where you can see my face, you know, and I'm not so dark in the background. Okay, so we starting from the ground up and, you know, raising to the top. So, of course, with this, as being a photographer, it takes uh, imagination and thinking outside the box. You don't always have to get the most expensive kind of equipment, especially when you're first starting. But think outside the box. Like, for example, you use your camera phone, you use the lighting or a lamp or anything like that to make sure that the lighting and stuff is, like, good on your face. I kid you not, like, there was one shoot that had, like, a perfect shade of red and people were thinking like, oh, you must have got this expensive light, you know, half that and you know, portrayed on the model and all that. No, I kid you not. I got one of those cheap little um, lamps that had like a red covering. And when it shot through, <laughs> it gave that effect. And I was like, okay, <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> well, they probably do now. <laughs> They're going to see the great quality in that. But it's just thinking outside the box and use the resources you have available. And um, I feel like when you push yourself and use the resources available when you start to get that and you do have the capital to, to uh, afford those expensive equipment, you're like, oh, this is easy now because you already went through the struggle and change uh, to go above and beyond to reach what you want to, to get done. Okay, good stuff, man, good stuff. All right, we'll switch gears. <laughs> switch gears. Hmm. Let me give you a heart when I'm testing you now. I'm testing uh, you. Man, you this is a challenge. Pick my brain, pick yes. My I'm young folk. I'm anybody. It doesn't matter. I'm anybody. And I feel like I'm running out of content. Mm -hmm. What's your advice? <laughs> You're going to hit me with this one. Yeah, um, buddy. Let me go ahead and ponder on this one. No, I'm, I'm actually going to write it right now. <laughs> yes. Every day of your life is content. I'm going to say that again. Every day of your life is content. Or better yet, if you feel like you're stuck, you can reuse your old content and use it as new. Aha. 
because you can use that as a flashback and be like, oh, this is what I've done before and now what I've done to progress and now here now. You can use, and there's, and on top of that, you have Facebook memories of using like past pictures and things like that. I use it all the time and to uh, either inspire, motivate, or just add a little extra niche to uh, the previous content. So it goes back to um, what I always say, just thinking outside the box. Of course, most of us have the traditional thinking of this has to be new every time, but you can reuse your old content to even provide even greater value. Mm, good stuff. I've heard, I've heard what my, my little nephew, he follows Gary Vee all the time. And I yeah, heard, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I heard jab, jab, right hook, and I've heard repurpose your content. And I've heard document, don't create, from my little nephew that's following this Gary Vee guy. Can you break all three of those down? Because I don't know what they mean. You know, jab, <laughs> jab, right hook, document, don't create, and repurpose your content. Can, can you, can you, can you un-Gary Vee, Gary Vee for me? <laughs> yes, I can. I'll say it like this. Take pictures, write, and record everything that you do in your life because you never know what that can lead as a big impact to others. Because when you document that way, you now have the opportunity to use it then or later. If you never document it in those kind of formats at all, you never have those tools at your disposal. So give yourself the advantage and write every thought that hits you in your head. You know, take pictures of every little thing. Take videos and little clips and things like that. You may not have to use it then, but you can always think of something like, you know, I'm so glad I took a picture of this, or I'm so glad that I recorded this. Or you may have a big event, and you'll be like, I actually said this a while ago. Let me go ahead and use that now. I speak over 400 times a year. I command over $40,000 a keynote, and I want to make you freaking famous because you've been through so much pain. You ought to get paid for it, and you ought to be famous for it. I got over 20 classes to give you that's going to make you famous for telling your story. And just make your life a lot more easier. That sounds brilliant. All right, man. So I tell you what, I'm gonna pull some tips out of you. But won't you give us some of your secrets? Tell us something. I'm gonna let you free the rest of the episode. Free talk. Okay? <laughs> We're gonna free talk. But I want all them secrets you got. Give us something that you do that no one else knows that you do, and it's made you successful. Whether it be more fans, more money, more prestige. What's what's that? Ooh, because there's a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would and say... And we want them all. We want them all. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, since so you want to be like, well, I want them all. Okay, I would yes, definitely uh, say time is be effective with your time. A lot of times uh, we be like, oh, what does that mean? Everything that you do from, like, eating, you know, walking out your house, you know, taking a phone call on social media takes time. But is that time actually helping you achieve the goal that you want to achieve in your dream, in your goals and things like that? And when you really think about it, you'd be like, is this really actually helping me get closer to my goals or is it actually holding me back? Because when you really think of time like that, you will take more, you will look at time more as a gift and more of urgency than anything and be, um, you will take less time with things that won't help you obtain your goals and take more time on things that actually help you achieve it more than anything. 
because time is everything. Every, every last one of us gets 24 hours in a day. Now, if there's a person that gets 25, please let me know, because that's a secret that we all know on this earth. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. That would be awesome. <laughs> all right. So here's the deal, man. You do, you've do you done keynotes for NBA Wives. That's actually how I met you. You were doing a keynote. You were the first keynote speaker for the NBA Wives and for real estate professionals. It was like two things in one. That's a big deal. That's, that's a mm -hmm. big deal. You were 27 at the time, right? Yes. All right. So you, 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 you've kind of made a name for yourself. You kind of made, made a name Just for yourself. Just a little bit of something. <laughs> yes. What would you, how did you prepare for that? You knew it was a big deal. You knew you were getting ready to talk to 500 people, most of them six figures, some of them seven figures. You knew you were getting ready to have a room full of NBA wives and a room full of bankers and loan, loan officers and real estate investors and brokers. You give us the secrets of what you did to murder that keynote because you did. Tell us what you did that day. And then tell us how you prepared. And <laughs> if you made some money, we want that too. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So uh, the, uh, going into it, first thought is I was like, what can I do to say to these people, especially in high positions, to give them a great amount of value? And my focus on was unlocking the beast or, you know, the potential or the massive amount of action that they can obtain. And you have to speak into them. And when I say that, you have to be relatable and speak from within, meaning be completely honest, transparent, and just tell your truth. Because people can really feel real quick if you're just trying to bluff, bluff, bluff and look almighty. But one thing that really hits home with everybody is if you are relatable and you tell the truth of how you overcome a struggle and how you have greatness inside of you and it's about time that you let it out. Because a lot, a lot of times with these positions and titles, uh, of course, they're um, having a great amount of money, but they can do so much more. Yeah. And you have to be the person to unlock that or let them know that there is still something there inside so they can go even further and, and reach that. Uh, to prepare for that, um, it, it reminded me of my college days, especially when I was speaking with, uh, with speech and things like that, is imagine myself knocking it out the park. You know, you want to have confidence in going in. But also, I came with uh, giving a tremendous amount of high value, but I practice a lot. I mean, crazy amount. I literally, and then this is like, you know, the, you know, the boxing scene, like in the gym, just boxing, you know, having, or the mumbo mentality, just having times alone. Not, not everybody's going to see what you're doing. But this is actually telling the truth right now is like, I will put myself in the room, practice multiple times, you know, either like if I was engaging with this person and things like that, because how you practice it is how you're going to actually portray when you actually meet these people. And if you don't practice it, you pretty much leaving a open hole for so many unexpected things. But if you're practicing and it becomes a routine and habit, when something comes your way, you can bounce right back into it. I can't tell you how many times, like somebody, like say we have in a different venue and they relying strongly on technology and the technology fails, they're like, uh-oh. But if you practice it multiple times, you don't need it because it's coming from within you. Mm. Okay, let me, I was in different interview mode. Boy, you smart. Let me just, I'm so proud. Let me tell you, I said, hold on, let me just stop. Look, I trained this doggone boy, okay? Now, he had some training before he got here. He had some training before he got here. I mean, I, I can't take care. This boy was great before he got here, all right? But I'm just, so, I just had a proud mentor moment just now. <laughs> so proud. 
So proud, man. That is that is very good. You you said something though. You said a lot, but I, I think you, you said a lot of great things that we can just jump off. I've already titled this episode. I'm taking notes as you're talking. I think I'm gonna title this episode "Creating Great Content." You know, with you, with Chris Holmes, right? How how to create <laughs> great content? You know, I think you said something though that I need you to break down even more. You said by accident too. I think it just came out naturally. You know, I wanted to be relatable to the audience. Mm-hmm. That sounds why while it's genuine, it also sounds intentional. Can you teach us? how to intentionally be relatable with our content with our with your content yeah yeah so I'm, I'm just gonna be like you know straight raw with it so when it comes down to this is a speak your truth and i'm gonna break it down as speak who you are no matter any flaws because i feel like a lot of times when it comes to releasing content we always like to kind of clean it up and all that like, okay I want them to know a little bit of this, but not that. Be completely honest, because your actual truth from the core is what's going to really make it relatable. Because if you hold back, and like I was saying earlier, people can sense that. But if you're completely transparent and be completely who you are, no matter your faults or mistakes and yeah. things like that, you're going to be like, oh, I made that same mistake. Or mm-hmm. I respect you that much more because you said that. Or I didn't even know that you went through that. But that will never happen if you don't tell the complete truth. Your truth mm. from the course form is your freedom, is your, um, your, your key to unlocking success and much more. Tell me a person of a great leadership that did not reveal their flaws. Without, and, because and if you look through history, especially the great ones, they did release and tell their faults, And it made them connect with the crowd that much more impactful and powerful. Mm. You killed that. All right, good. Let me... Okay, you just you forced us to go up now. You, you you did it to yourself. Okay, you you forced us to go higher. So shame on you for being great. <laughs> shame on you for being great. How do we? How do we as young people, old people, whatever, be transparent without damaging? Let me ask you a different way. You just suggested that we be transparent and show people the struggle. My question is, but I don't want to ruin my reputation. What would you say to that? (laughs) I don't want to ruin my reputation. I would start off asking a question of like, like this. How would you want your legacy to be remembered? And the reason why I want to start off like that is you're worried about reputation and much more, but what are you going to leave behind? So are you going to hold back of truth or like making an impact? Or I don't want to tell this because it may ruin my reputation now, but if you tell the complete truth in this transparent core way and impact thousands or million people and change their lives, you leave a legacy that will forever be remembered. And it only happens when you stop allowing, you know, you know I'm just going to say it like this. Pride and, ego can, pride and ego can be your biggest downfall. I'm going to say mm. it again. Pride and ego can be your biggest downfall because you have people that are in leadership positions that have a lot of pride or ego, but don't want to listen. And they always <laughs> have a cap. 
I can, it, that makes no sense to me. If all these greats, I'm going to use like the uh, athletic reference. Mm-hmm. If Michael Jordan had a coach, if Les Brown had a coach, if millionaires have a coach, what makes you so prideful and egotistical that you can't listen to others to continue to learn? You should always be a yep. student in life. Because the moment I got a that coach you in off, every important area of my life, I got a coach. Yes, exactly. So the moment that you think that you can't be transparent or you can't be taught is the faster you're going to come to your downfall. Insane. Absolutely <laughs> insane. Right? It makes yes. no, it, it absolutely it makes insane. I, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. I, I'm the man. And I, I know I'm the man. I worked hard as hell on becoming a man. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me, let me arrogantly talk to my audience real quick. <laughs> I'm the damn man. Y'all ain't been through what I've been through. And you ain't survived what I survived. And you ain't worked hard on one burning desire nearly your entire life. And I got here because I worked on being here. I I don't even I can afford. I got cards in my wallet that can meet the material demands of my prayers. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that as hard as possible, okay? I can literally, you know, some, I used to pray for things. Now I got cards in my wallet to buy those things. You know, I don't need to pray for a home. I can literally put that on a card. Yep, I need that. Run me that card. Run right me that now. home. <laughs> right now. It's, I don't even need to close. Run me this. Boom. Uh, I do real estate and all my real estate deals are all cash. Like I literally, I don't even make traditional loans. I do cash offers. And I'm saying on that, just why it seems like I'm talking about myself. I'm telling you in every important area of my life, I have a coach. Exactly. So I agree with Chris. If I have a coach in my life that teaches me how to treat ladies properly. Whew. Real talk. Now I know that. I know that hit a lot of guys. Like, what you, what you <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. I got a guy in my life, life named Oscar Gatson, man. He taught me he won't even let his, he's a preacher, preacher. He won't even let his wife touch a doorknob, any door, any door, doorknob, car handle. If this man go all the way out of his way to walk on the other side of the car, open up his wife's door. Let her get in. It could be raining. It could be a tornado outside. It could be all that, Chris, right? He open her in. Then he go across. It's to the point where it's so natural. When you, It's funny. If y'all see her, you, you walk up and you see her get to a door and just stop. Because she knows she touched the door while her husband is alive, she in trouble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I ain't never seen nothing like that, bro. I ain't never seen nothing like that. Never seen a like that. So I'm telling you, in every aspect of my life, I have a mentor that teaches me something so I can get to the higher level. You know, it's, it's just, just amazing. I, I like that you said that. I like that you said the athletic approach. I like that you said that. So I'm going to throw you a zinger now. Here's a curveball. Because you right now, you, you, you're batting 1,000. You're hitting every damn home run, and I don't <laughs> like it. So I'm about to send you a slider real quick. Yeah. Oh, why you got to do me like that? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You, you ain't hit, right. You four for four right now. You know, in all of grand slams. You know, we gotta strike you out of something. Hit, hit a fly ball or something. You're doing too much. You you dunking on everybody. We gotta, you know, you're doing too much. Here's a singer. I am 
frustrated that I'm doing everything you said, Chris. All of it. Killing it. Content on fleek. But my low, my views are low. <sighs> ah. What you gonna say to me? What you gonna say to me? What you gonna say to me? Oh man, he's like, okay, I'm gonna throw a slide and try to throw him off. All right, I'm at the uh, baddest man. Go ahead and knock this one out the park. That's it, well. crush it, man. <laughs> crush it, crush it. <laughs> Everything great requires time. Hmm. Everything great requires time. And the reason why I say that is, I mean, I'll go to Gary Vee on this one, and then I'm going to put my own little spin on it. Mm-hmm. Gary Vee was helping uh, his parents, I believe, his wine shop, their wine shop, and they, yep. and they did it yep. for years. And he spent mostly all of his teenage to adult life building that million-dollar business and wine. Mm-hmm. But it did not happen overnight. Now, of course, with that, uh, when we go, I'm putting my own spin when it comes to music. Yep. I, I know, especially when it comes to music, hip-hop, R&B, and all that. People want the glam, the flash, flash, the right now, mm-hmm. so they look cool. Mm-hmm. Look at the ladies, the guys, whatever. But if you really want to be that great icon, Continue to put in the work. Continue to put out great material music because it may not hit them then, I mean, right then, but it's something funny about music. It's a part of life. And the reason why I say that is something is going, something you say in a song is going to resonate with somebody in their life. And when it hits them like that, you're going to be like, I feel that verse, I feel that hook, and then they're going to share. And a lot of times it may not happen immediately, but when you go through life, you experience more things as in your life journey. Those words that you say at that time is going to be a lot more relatable. That's why I keep saying relatable. And when it becomes relatable, then they share it to their audience. And when they share it to their audience, they're like, oh, man, I can relate to that, too. Mm. Then they share it to their audience. And then they're like, oh, man, girl, did you hear that? I can definitely relate to that. And then they share it to that audience. But you have to put it out multiple times and constantly do it for that to happen. Even with Tyler Perry, like he put out the same play, stage play multiple times over and over again, and mm-hmm. the same Good people point. showed up. Good point. But for some odd reason, I think on the eighth and ninth or like whatever try, it hit and he sold out. But it would have never happened if he was stopped because the first couple of times he was doing the stage play, you know, create a little buzz. But they kept talking. Mm-hmm. He kept putting it out, and then the expectations of the play increased. So when the, the buzz got so strong, they were like, let me go ahead and check out this stage play. Because so many people keep talking about this. And, you know, co-workers like, I keep hearing about this stage play, too. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, I was thinking about doing it. I didn't go last year or the year before. But too many people keep talking about it. So let me check it out this time. And that's how you uh, have that great moment where it seems to others like it's overnight. But they didn't see all the work that you put in to contribute to get to that point. Mm. No doubt. No doubt. I think the best... As far as I'm concerned, best thing you said on this podcast today was Tyler Perry. His, because if you know the backdrop of it, if, if you understand the first show he did, he almost went bankrupt. Nobody showed up, you know? If you, and the mere fact that he owns his own Hollywood studios now. Bigger than all the other competitors. It's great. Bigger than all of them. Yeah, yeah. And then now, like, Bad Boys... The new Bad Boys, Bad Boys 4, 3, was shooting in there. You know, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I think that's the best thing you said because his views were low. 
but you keep moving forward, right? You keep exactly. going. You keep moving forward because nobody goes to Netflix and look for a show and then find a show, six seasons, 120 episodes, and you start off at season six, episode 23, series finale. Don't nobody do that. Don't nobody do that. Don't nobody do that. Let me just see what this show is about at the very end of the last episode. No, no. You find a good show years later, and then you start from season one, episode one. That's what all of y'all are going to do with Chris. You just find out about Chris right now. All his stuff is in the show notes. And y'all not just going to start with what he's doing. Some of you are relating to him right now. And then you're going to go all the way back to season one, episode one. And keep in mind, y'all, this is a 28-year-old talking. What were you doing at 28? <laughs> it probably wasn't doing keynotes for NBA wives and professionals and rolling with Antonio T. Smith Jr. And I'm the damn man. I already told y'all that. So you roll with me. You're doing good, okay? You're doing good. So good, good stuff for you, man. Good stuff. What Appreciate would you – little free talk mode. What would you, what would you tell us? We are stuck – trying to find the faith that you have in yourself. What would you tell us? Oof, I'm gonna have to borrow, and you, you don't probably like, you'd be like a nod your head on this one because every great speaker always reference another great person, but I'm gonna have to go on Eric Thomas on this one, find your why. Because your why is gonna, what's gonna really motivate you to keep going. It can either be from your mother, your father, getting your grandparents out of a certain situation, creating this change into your community, or like making a major change to affect the masses or preventing a problem. Your why is what's going to keep you moving forward. And it can be on so many different like uh, things what I just said it, your religious and much more, but find your why. And anytime that you get into that stuck place where you feel like you can't go any further, just reflect back and remember your why. Because I guarantee it's going to give you motivation to keep going because someone's watching you. And if you give up, you just gave up on all the thousands or possible millions of people following you. So you're just going to leave them behind? That's my question for you. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Super facts. All right. All right. Let's have some fun. I'm going to ask you <laughs> some random questions. Okay. Ask you some random questions. Favorite TV show? Favorite TV show? Who? Oh, dang. I have so many. <laughs> you, 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 you give me a couple. You give me a couple. Oh, man. Yeah, definitely have to be Fresh Prince. Uh, that makes Will sense. Smith and, I don't think too uh, many people are going to disagree with that. They have too much of an argument. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'll do it this way. Give me your top five TV show. That's going to be hard. Ooh. <laughs> That's going to be hard. Oh, good luck. <laughs> All right, so... Fresh Prince, that's one. No ties. Can't have no ties. No, no ties. ties. Got to be one. Greatest to leaders. Least. Oh, greatest. So you starting from the top and going to the bottom? Number one of all time is number one. Number five is top five, but it's number five still. Gotcha. Well, it, it, Fresh Prince definitely number one. Fresh Prince number one. All right. Shout out to Will Smith. Oof. Got me overthinking. Um, then after that, more on the cartoon side, uh, Proud Family. I got a okay. lot of okay. great family jewels. It's like you got comedy, but you got a lot of uh, family ties into that one. Okay, that caught me by surprise. I see you. Mm -hmm. I see you. You're unique. Keep going. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> under that one, oh man, 
ain't why you gotta put me on the spot like that because you know the nineties baby. That's what too. I do. That's what I do. That's what I do. Yeah, you see that coming. I just made up. I ain't never asked somebody this before. I just made it up on the spot. Uh, let's see. Okay, I gotta throw my flashback. The nineties right. old school all that. All right. All, all right. Them. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you you ain't getting better than too many '90s shows, man. Yeah. First Prince is a '90s show. Yep. Um, then after that, I would have to definitely go with Martin. <laughs> all this crazy uh, cast and members and all that. And number five, giving a shout out to the ladies because I learned a lot from this one is Living Single. Great cast. No doubt. All right, you just got. All right, ladies. <laughs> Go ahead and buy from Chris or something. He, he just <laughs> good stuff. That's a perfect answer. Living single. So we got we got fresh friends, proud family, all that living single. Mm-hmm. What's number five? And number five. Oh, oh man. Who oh, is this? That's hard because I don't even think I could do it. I hope you don't ask me the question. <laughs> no, no, no. It's choosing. Which one? I know. I would. Hard. Oh, what was that? The Steve Harvey show. Oh, gotta go with that. Okay. Yeah, old school <laughs> with okay. Uh, him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can't. I can't. Yeah, gotta go with that one. I love when he was talking about Miss Piggy. <laughs> love I, was Miss Piggy. Look, I was just gonna say, look, I was just gonna, look, look, y'all. I'm gonna make fun of him now, y'all. I'm gonna make fun of. Him. I was just gonna say. Now, you can't like that show as a young man unless you like older women. Let me just tell you. Okay? <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, oh man. Yeah, and then you had Romeo and Bullethead was yeah. a class clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. All right, dude. All right. We may have a we all right, you may you may be talking to some of the cougars out there. I don't know. I'm just this saying. Right here. I'm, I just say it. Hey, it's my show. I can do what I want. I can do what I want. All right. Good stuff. Okay. <laughs> Top five. I don't know if I can do that. I can just tell you, Married with Children will be my number one. There's no doubt about it. Okay. There's no doubt about it. Married with Children will be my number one. And I would struggle with number two. I'm not sure if it would be... <laughs> Martin or Fresh Prince. Yeah, it, no, it's it, a hard yeah, battle. it's so hard. And then Living Single would probably be up there, but you know, I, I'm black, so that makes sense. That makes sense. But you know what? There's another show up there that is weird for it's weird, but it's not weird. It's just weird for me to say it. But Jerry Seinfeld would be at the, in the top five. Oh yeah, that is. Seinfeld I mean, there were so there were so many shows on. That's why I was like, man, I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah, Seinfeld would be in the top five. I think yeah. Seinfeld, Seinfeld might be number two. Seinfeld it, might be number two. It might be. It, it, well, may, maybe number three. Maybe number three. Mm-hmm. Be married with children. Oh, man, I don't know. And I'm going to say Fresh Prince because Fresh Prince raised me, like, like so many of us. Uncle Phil, man. <laughs> Uncle Phil, man. You know what I'm saying? Uncle Phil taught us values. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uncle yeah. Phil was all our uncle. There ain't no doubt about yeah. it. There ain't no doubt my about Phil, it. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You the knew impact you... of my life. Yeah. Yeah, and you, and you knew if you did something wrong, you just picture Uncle Phil's face and be like, okay, I'm just gonna fix this right now. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. You know what I you know what other show I like too? I'm not even sure if it's you know what? So let me let me do my top five. Let me do I'm gonna put myself out okay, there. Okay, so okay, okay. there. Married with children and then what I just said, the uh, Fresh, uh, Prince. Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. Seinfeld, and I'm gonna say something weird. I'm gonna say Angel. 
it was a Buffy the Vampire spinoff. Yeah. 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 Angel. You, you reminded me of that one. I was like, I was like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why, because the way I grew up, you know, people you know my story by now. If you grew up, I grew up homeless and stuff. I was like, I was the outcast. I was the evil guy charged to change the world. I was. And so that, that show just related to me on a psychological level. And then I don't even know if I got number five. Number five, I just gotta put Martin there on general principle. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I might lose some cool points if I don't put Martin right there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just gonna have, I'm gonna have Martin. to do it. Just, yeah, <laughs> I might lose some cool points if I don't do it. So I, I can't, but Living Single, God, man, I Martin Living Single. And it was a show right after that that came on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff, good stuff. All right. Tell, well, you know what? There's some ladies hearing you right now. I'm about to get all in your business. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We about to get him in trouble, here. y'all. We about to get him in trouble. We about to get him in trouble. We about to get him in trouble. He look. He leaned back, too. He was like, we about <laughs> oh, to yeah. get him in trouble. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you can't see us on, on, on video, if you listen to the audio, I lean back. I put my coffee in my hand. Yeah, he's he really feeling this question. <laughs> they want to know. Go ahead, they take, a sip. Know. Take, take a sip. Take a sip. There it is. <laughs> they want to know if you're single. Uh-oh. Oh, look at that. Look at that hesitation. <laughs> I don't like oh, you right he's now. He's about to get in trouble. He's about to get in trouble. You, now, you know I reach a bunch of people. You better answer the question properly. <laughs> <laughs> he was going like, you better ask the question <laughs> She going to see this. She going to see it. <laughs> oh, I'm oh man. Man, you had asses. Oh, it's all fun and love. Uh, so, like, uh, I'm traditional old school, so I'm the kind of person, I believe in you're single until married, but I am, let's say, dating or talking to a person. Okay, all right. That's everybody. All right. Yeah. You saved yourself. You saved yeah. yourself. So, young yeah. lady, you better, you learned, young lady, okay, you heard him. That was a message. <laughs> that was a message, okay? You doing good. He represented you in front of 2.4 million people. So that's pretty good. That's pretty good. He put it out there. He put it out there. But you may want to step it up a little bit. That's what I'm just this saying. This guy right here. I'm just saying. He can't say it, but I'll go ahead and say No, you're doing good. Because he wouldn't have said it if he wasn't doing good. But, you know, you may want to answer a few texts more. All that leaving your phone in your purse. You know what I'm saying? He, he ain't told me this, but I just know how women act. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? At least, <laughs> you at least get in I'm, trouble on that one. <laughs> I, 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 was, I, was just say, I was just gonna say, no, I'm, I'm tripping. I don't know how the women <laughs> act. And as soon as you know how they act, they change the rules anyway, so ain't nothing I can do about that. Cool. All right. Well, look, look, even, look my ears burning, so I know your ears burning. I got you in the hot seat. Got yeah. you in the hot seat. All right. A few more questions. A few more questions. Let's see. Some random funness we can have. Got okay. your favorite TV shows. Who's your, but, but besides, well, you know what? Let me, not, let me not do that. Who are the top 10 influencers, businessmen or women, doesn't matter, pouring into you and actually making you money from their information? In no particular order. You know, don't even order these people. Yeah, yeah. I, I save you. You're right. So yeah, save you the order. Like, yeah, you can't yeah, do me yeah. like save, that. Cause, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Save you the order. All right. So um, I'm going to go ahead. I got to. So, only 10. Because I read in uh, a lot. So I'm going to go ahead and knock this 
Peace went out. So, of course, you, Antonio. Appreciate you. Uh, Gary V. Yeah, Gary V is a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of Gary V. Eric Thomas. Okay. 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 Eric Thomas is a big brother than me. Let me see. Tyler Perry. Huh. Interesting. Tyler Perry is someone who's influenced almost every move I make. Will Smith. Okay. That would explain Fresh Prince. Ooh, got five more. On the women's side, definitely Oprah. Okay. You know, having $3 billion doesn't help, doesn't hurt. Uh, Woo. I, I don't think I said Damon John, have I? Damon no, John? Damon John. <clears throat> He's worth everything. Oh man, there's so many. I'm I'm running down. I got three left. <laughs> I'll see who I want to pick next. Dang, I, and I got a whole bunch of athletes, but I go with this one. Now nah, go, go ahead. Actually, I got to pick two: Michael Jordan and Muhammad Ali. Okay, I want to hear about both of those. You keep going, but we coming back to Jordan and Muhammad Ali. Those are. Anyway, and I, I I won't put an artist. This is tough, dang, because I like so many. Oh, dang! I go to my original old school favorite, Tupac and Marsha Kerr. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's ten. I have more than that, but if I could put one more on the artist, I would say Nas behind him. But that's what you okay. Did. So you woke, you woke with your stuff. <laughs> I think today. I think Drake is 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 fitting that category today. He carved out his own lane, and well, there's a lot of stuff. But anyway, I, I won't even bring that up. It's your show. I won't even bring it's your show. All right, let's see. Let's go back to let's go back to Jordan and Ali. Okay. Why? What is it about Jordan that makes him mentor you? His extreme is mindset, like. He had the mindset of, I'm going to put the work in and I'm going to be the greatest regardless of what anyone else thinks because I know I'm great. And it's similar to what Muhammad Ali, but I'm sticking on Jordan for now. And I'll go to it because both of them are both icons. You got to take your time on each. So for mm-hmm. now, um, Jordan, uh, people all know that he didn't make the high school uh, basketball team. And to take that hit and be like, you know, you didn't see the greatness within me but I'm about to show the world the greatness. So forget mm. what you thought. I know I'm great, and I'm going to show the world what you missed out on. And having the work ethic to hit the gym constantly, and even even in clutch situations to remain uh, poised and take the shot, or even if he was giving the game-winning shot and missed it, to still be able to have the confidence to take it again because you learn from your mistakes. Yeah. Uh, and being, of course, a great person to – you don't always have to shine with the ball in your hand because there was times in, while he was playing, there was like, he was just an all-around shooter and he led the league in assists. And he was like, oh, you can't play defense. And he started leading the league in steals. He was like, throw any kind of challenge at me and I will prove you wrong every time. Muhammad Ali is a whole nother monster himself. Again, mindset. And I just love a lot because he believed in himself saying like, before they even realized I'm the greatest of all time. 
he would go on. A lot of people at that time thought it was just cockiness, but he was just straight confidence and having belief of what he, he was. And I was just saying, I'm the greatest of all time. I'm going to knock this person out. Even when the crits would say, we have a different ratio, this person's going to beat you. He's like, okay, I'll show you. And just yep. having that mentality to win over and over and over again in the work ethic in the boxing gym. And even th during that time, because this was like a shift in the time, especially when it came to culture and all that, because, you know, history throughout of like, they didn't exactly look at African-Americans. And he even changed his name from Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali to just taking a whole bunch of stands and standing up for himself and everything that he stood for. It's yep. just so many lessons into that. I just keep going for days. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I'm, I'm, ain't nothing wrong with what you said, brother. Black, white, Jew, or Gentile. I don't think anybody's gonna disagree with what you just said right there mm -hmm. between the two of those. Jordan does have that mentality. <clears throat> Me and Jordan, when it comes to, I've been seeing lately, you know, since after the death of Kobe, the tragedy death of, of Kobe Bryant. And know, that was another mentality. person. There were so many. I wanted to put Kobe in that list mm -hmm. too. I was like, ah. Yeah, yeah, let me tell you, bro. I've been having Mamba mentality. I, I had the best podcast out here because I got the Mamba mentality. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm playing no games. I got that Mamba mentality, man. You, I could put 10,000 episodes up right now if I wanted to. I got 10,000 hours of content not even, not even edited yet. This period. Just, you know, I would not lose, bro. You would not outwork me. Mm -hmm. It's just not gonna happen, and that's the crazy thing too. Mm -hmm. Because like with Kobe, uh, he didn't have like the best, you know, physique and all that. But you could not nah. touch his worth ethic at all. That's it, bro. Like I, it. I think I remember seeing something that I read, Allen Iverson said, like uh, when he first came into league, you know, you know, Kobe and they were playing. Yep. And I guess they were real cool partners, and he was like telling Kobe, like, "Hey, man, I'm about to hit the club and party. Like, where are you about to go?" Kobe was like, "To the gym." And yeah, Al Iverson was like, man, I, it's like, I'm paraphrasing what he sit, said, but he's like, I just felt like complete crap at that moment. I felt like I need to be doing something better. <laughs> like, yeah. after this game, and he's saying, like, I'm going straight to the gyms. <laughs> like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. No doubt, man. No doubt. What do you think is the most important lesson anyone can learn in life, period? Ooh. I ask hard questions, bro. And I asked him on the spot too, so I can get yeah, you did. fresh. Yeah, I guess I get that fresh information. I want that. To, I want your instincts to pop out, not that yeah, practice yeah. answer. Yeah, really, but not the practice answer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just shooting from the hip, I would say, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Like at a score throughout your entire life, because if you really think about it. From you, when you were born, you were constantly making mistakes. I mean, yeah. when you first learned how to walk, you stumbled. When you went to the classrooms, you made mistakes and asked for help. Uh, when you learned how to ride your bicycle, you rode it for like a couple of inches and you fell off. And, you know, you, you yeah. got back on and tried again. Uh, when you first started that business, you ran into like multiple different, you yeah. know, obstacles. You didn't have the funds, but you kept on going. Or when you first took that shot, and I'll, I'll go even deep, you know, you may have like, fell out of college, but you didn't want that to be the end. So you did what you needed to do, got back in and finished. Like you're constantly making mistakes. But the thing that you got to remember is your mistakes do not break you. You can make your mistakes a learning lesson to uplift you. And that's mm. how you should treat it. No doubt. No doubt. 
No doubt. Good stuff, man. Final words, man, for you. That could be inspirational, educational, or informational or informative, what I like to say. I like to rhyme like Jesse Jackson. You know <laughs> I am Reverend Jesse Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Informational. <laughs> With the transfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Transformational or educational. Final words on you. I'm going to end it like this. You need to look yourself in the mirror and apologize to yourself. Mm. I'm going to say it again. You need to look yourself in the mirror and apologize to yourself because you owe yourself greatness and it's time for you to step in it. Stop with the mistakes, excuses, and allow others to not let you walk within your greatness. Because mm. if anybody deserves greatness, it is you, and it's time for you to get it. Mm, mm, mm. Proud of you, man. We're gonna have to, this is good, bro. This was a good episode. <laughs> this was a good episode. Nah, nah, man, this is, this is good stuff. This is so good. I might fool around and release this the same day. And I don't even do <laughs> stuff like that. Typically, it takes a couple months. We might drop this joint today. Right they now. might hear you. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. As a matter of fact, that's what we're going to do. This is okay. coming out today. <laughs> well, out I'm going to go ahead and copy all my links to my website. And that's that. it. Copy them all out to your website. Send them to me. So all I got to do is copy and paste and stuff. Yeah, it's going to be video and audio. You know, video and podcast. We're going to run that, man. We're going to run that, man. Thank you very much for being here. You've been a, a wonderful guest. And, and I hope I've been a wonderful host. And I'm grateful for, for your presence. And you really are a star here in, in the ATS everything. Only thing I can tell you is, man, billion dollars a bust. If you ain't thinking a billion, you ain't thinking high enough. <laughs> That's why I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So. Or better yet, I'm gonna throw you a loophole. Break the okay. bank, break the bank's name for a trillion. <laughs> well, you talking about labels. Let's just go ahead and get that trillion in since you want to spit facts today. First trillion there coming up. First two trillionaires coming up. No doubt, man. Proud of you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Secret to Success Podcast. All his information is in the show notes. Chris is a fantastic guy. Last name Holmes with an L in it. You're going to love him, appreciate him. He's actually a businessman doing business things and actually has people following him and customers and program. <clears throat> Check out Soul Productions. He's got a monthly subscription. You can join over there too. Do me a favor if you love me. Also love Chris. I do appreciate that. Follow him. Get on his platform. Be someone. Become a super fan of Chris in itself. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plant better. You can dominate. You should really be famous for every tear you've ever cried, for everything that's ever happened to you, for all the abuse you've ever been through, for the divorce you've ever been through. You should absolutely be famous for that. Yeah, that's how I think. As a matter of fact, that's how most of us great motivational speakers or platform speakers we are. I speak over 400 times a year. I command over $40,000 a keynote. $40,000 a keynote. I can make $30,000 in 30 minutes, all because my story was one of tragedy and I've learned how to take it to one of great wealth. I wanna teach you that. I wanna to give to you free, no risk, no charge, no credit card needed, free 20 hours of how to get famous for telling your story. 
Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. I have felt so much in life. I've been so evil. I've done everything in life to mess it up. And I have. I have completely messed this life up. And then I changed. And then I start applying things that I didn't know, but I always knew. You call it the law of attraction. Or maybe you don't. Or maybe you're religious and maybe you're not. Here is what I know. I know that we all have a karmic debt to pay off. And I have either paid mine off almost off and now I dedicate my entire life to you please know that as my life is dedicated to you it means I get beat up a lot but that's what this is about it's about people like me putting their gains at risk for you means through politician is enough votes someone likes money enough money whatever enough is pastor enough members we tend to protect this podcast is not about protection it is about you i sincerely believe in you i know you're gonna be it i know you can do it whatever that is for you there are no mistakes I want you to share this podcast, but not for personal gain. I want you to share it with her. Give you every being. So you can turn around and say others. I give away me, and then you give away you. I lower me so you can stand on my shoulders. Finally, the music in this podcast that you're going to hear, I hope it gets stuck in your head. It's actually from my favorite movie, Cloud Atlas. It's a cover. It's not the original version, but it sounds just like it. Cloud Atlas is a great movie by the Wachowskis. My second favorite movie is Matrix. But that's the it is about repeating the same mistakes. It's an open subconscious that as you repeat the same mistakes while that is it's mostly ascending into those mistakes. So I'm hoping the words, the music, Junior, you can't plan better. 
can dominate. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions. $22 an hour. Paid training. And I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C, R-U-I. 
I T E R zip recruiter dot com slash B to B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's zip recruiter dot com slash B to B. It's also in the show notes.